We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for March 15th, 2009. And today we're going to be doing, I believe it's going to be one last part here on what we started last week regarding, uh, we're going to kind of shift gears into relating the stuff that we talked about with Alice Bailey last week and Maitreya and um, this New World Order, New Age Department of Peace that our government's proposing. We're going to kind of shift into uh, the newest newsletter that Maitreya just put out. And he's been more aggressive with these newsletters in the past few months than I've seen him be in years. Uh, and this is from Share International, which is his, which is his uh, magazine publication from 2009. Now, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I go up there about once a week and just click into it and see if they have any new announcements. Because, obviously, they're bold enough to now advertise on TV with this star miracle. It's appeared on so many different networks now, I've, I've pretty much lost track of it. Uh, a lot of people have seen this, they've personally emailed me, so this isn't my imagination. Uh, this is what they have been building for, and building and building and building for, uh, for decades and decades and decades, for this moment, uh, when he's going to make his big debut. This is what they've said was going to happen, and I believe it is what's going to happen. The, 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 it's part of the strong delusion that you know the Lord is permitting that the Bible talked about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, when he says, "For therefore I will send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And this is going to be part of that strong delusion that the Bible clearly predicts is going to happen um, the Bible talks about evil men and seducers waxing worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. In 2 Timothy 2.13, while those uh, wicked men and seducers are deceived, and they are going to also deceive others. Okay, And this is what we're talking about here. And that when the Antichrist comes, he is going to come with all lying signs and wonders and miracles. And this is going to be the main way that they're going to deceive the nations, because people will tend to put doctrine aside. Just ask any Catholic. <laughs> they will put biblical doctrine aside when they see miracles. Everything goes out the window if they can see a miracle or a sign or a wonder. Because okay? that's what Catholicism is all about. The Marian things and all those disgusting miracles that, that happens with them. You, know, you got Mary crying blood and oil paintings oozing oil that smells putrid. I mean, there's so many gross miracles. And they, they view that as though that has to be from God. And, you know, if that's all it takes, the devil will meet you at your need. I mean, he'll give you that all day long. And um, that's what's coming, and, and that's what's here, and that's what people want. They crave the miracles. They crave the lying signs and wonders uh, because it makes them feel special. And if a lying sign and wonder occurs to somebody like a Catholic or somebody that's in some religion, a Hindu or Buddhist, and they feel like they're special, that also makes them think that they're on the right path. They're on, I mean, the essence. What is the essence? Well, they're on the right path. Wow, I'm special. God showed me this miracle. I had, I got this putrid oil off this oil painting of Mother Mary, and I'm special, and He made it for me. Or I saw this miracle, or I saw this or that. And therefore they think they're on their way to heaven. They think they're on the right track. They've thrown out the word of God, if they've ever read it ever. And they're basing everything upon their opinion. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. 
Proverbs 14, 12, and 16, 25. He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool, Proverbs 28, 26. And the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. They're trusting in their heart, Jeremiah 17, 9. And that's the last thing you want to trust in. You want to trust in the Word of God, the King James Bible. That's what you want to base things off. That's your foundation. And if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Okay, Psalm 11, verse 3. So we don't want our foundation to be destroyed. We don't want it to be corrupted. Uh, stick to the King James Bible. Don't follow a man. Follow the word of God. The Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and that maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Okay, so that's Jeremiah 17, 5. We don't want to trust in man. We want to trust in the word of God. And you bring a curse upon yourself when you do put your trust in a man. Okay, now I'm not saying if a man is following the word of God, but the thing is, is you always want to make sure you have the order right. Okay, you don't want to ever put your trust in that man. Always the word of God. But that's why you need to read your Bible to be able to compare it with what the man is saying. Okay, comparing scriptural things with scriptures, line upon line, precept upon precept, these types of things. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15. So this is what we want to do. We want to study to show ourselves approved unto God. And today what we're doing is uh, we're reproving the, the unfruitful works of darkness and we're having no fellowship with them. We're reproving them, which means to, to shed light on, to make manifest, to... Um, kind of like rebuking something. We're, we're showing you these things that are most likely very soon to come to pass, particularly with this devil betrayer character, is what I like to refer to him as. And I don't like to call him Lord anything. He calls himself Lord Maitreya and fancies himself uh, as everything rolled up into one as far as what all the religions, all the major religions of the world are waiting for. He is the fifth Buddha to the Buddhists. That's who they're waiting for. He is the Imam Mahdi to the Muslims. That's their Messiah that they're waiting for. He is the Messiah to the Jews. He is the Christ to the Christians. Okay, so, uh, and he's Krishna to the Hindus. So he's claiming to be everything rolled up into one. He's advertising now on TV very aggressively. This character has been around for, you know, 30 plus years here. Benjamin Cream is his Pied Piper. And he has been, um, they've advertised in the New York Times, they put up billboards on the side of roads. Uh, they have had this website for a long time that is United Nations sponsored. The United Nations and all the highest level New Agers of the world are pointing to this man. And they've been pointing to this man, or whatever it is, for a long time. They're, they're not, there's no other person that I can see that the highest level New Agers are, have been pointing to. And the United Nations, for that matter. So this is his newsletter for 2009. <coughs> March 2009. Sorry, I'm fighting off some stuff. The devil's really been coming after me this week. <clears throat> and I've uh, been trying to fight off some stuff here. But uh, the this is entitled, The Master's Article for Share International. And it's entitled, The Moment Has Come. This is from channeled. All of these messages are channeled which is absolutely, totally from the pit of hell. Channeling is, is you know, just a basically demon possession of a person, and the demon talks through the person. You know, you go to a psychic, and they go, and, and all of a sudden, they're there. I know, I've seen them. I've actually been in the same room where a psychic uh, is uh, 
I don't know, they, they might call it overshadowing. That's what Benjamin Krem calls it, overshadowing, when this Maitreya spirit comes on him and starts to speak through him. And many times when that happens, the voice will totally change. It's not their voice anymore, which makes it all the more demonically impressive, you know. So uh, it can be very impressive to see this, particularly if you're in this environment and particularly if you're buying into it. Because of whom a man is overcome, the same is brought into bondage, according to the Bible. If you go, and this holds true for an, an apostate church, you go to an apostate church, you sit under an apostate pastor, and you will be overcome by that pastor if you willfully sit there, particularly week after week. It may not be the first week. But you go there and you keep going there to that 501c3 corporation. You sit under that lukewarm apostate pastor. And you and if you know everything that I'm telling you right now, everything, and you go and you sit under that, you will eventually be overcome by that person. I've seen it happen. We were just talking about it before we started this. People that People that know all this information and know better. And to see them walk right back into into uh, an apostate church, knowing full well the information that we get into on a week, week uh, in and week out basis. But it happens. It happens. Um, so you've got to be careful who, um, who, you're, who you're putting yourself under, who, who you're letting be your, uh, feed you, evidently, uh, you know, give you the Bible, the preaching that you're under, these types of things. You've got to be very careful who you're allowing to do that with. I tell everybody, don't follow me. Follow the Word of God. Compare what I say. You know, see if it lines up with the Bible. Really, all that we're getting into here are end time current events, Bible studies. We're trying to relate end time current events to the Bible, to confirm the Bible, to make the Word of God come alive. That's, you know, and, and to educate, to warn that we're not destroyed for lack of knowledge, as the Bible talks about in Hosea 4 6. We don't want to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. We want to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and have no fellowship. We want to be salt in light. Light exposes darkness. Salt is a preservative in the environment that it is in, it's also a potential irritant. These types of things, we want to mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them, for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Okay, Romans 16, 17, and 18. So these are Bible verses that we can relate to what we're, to what we're doing. Uh, to not be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. Um, 2 Corinthians 2.11. So we don't want to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Because then he can get an advantage of us. And I'm telling you, the time that we're going into, that we're in, but the time that we're going into, and I believe we're talking the next six months. I don't believe that a lot of this stuff is going to wait for another six months. I think, I think that things are really going to start to go down in that time period. I told you 2009, when we started this year, that we weren't probably going to get out of it. Um... If if we have more than six months, praise the Lord, because it's purely God's grace and mercy that we do. Because if the New Agers had their way, if Satan had his way, this would have went down in 1984. That's why George Orwell wrote that book about 1984. So we've been given a tremendous grace period in reality. Uh, but the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne, and he's the one that calls the shots, not Satan. So I'm going to start out this newsletter. Just read you. I'm just going to read you bits and pieces of this. <clears throat> this is from um, 
this Maitreya character. This is channeled through Benjamin Krem. Uh, February 8th of 2009. You know, this was about a little over a month ago. And he goes on to say, and remember, this is Maitreya talking through Krem. Eventually men will realize that they are traveling together on a journey of self-discovery. Now, one lady had emailed me, a Christian lady, and, and she had said, you know, when you're going to say something uh, blasphemous, could you give us a little warning? Well, I'm giving you a whole warning. This whole, this whole um, newsletter is blasphemous. Okay? Um, so I'm just going to give you a warning on that because it's, it's a false gospel. This is, a, um, this is another gospel. Okay? Which is what... <coughs> The New Agers are teaching, okay, another gospel. And the Bible says that if there come any among you that bring another gospel, then let him be accursed. Now, I did a teaching a few weeks ago on the true gospel, okay, in the simplicity of the true gospel. So if, you, if you're not sure about if you're saved, please reference that, because that's the most important decision you will ever make. <clears throat> and this is just one of the many other gospels that are out there in the end times, but this is going to be one of the main ones that are going to be shoved down the throats of the masses. This is going to be very appealing. Very, It's like having itching ears and, and wanting their ears tickled and, and heaping to themselves teachers and these types of things. This is very appealing to the flesh. You'll notice this whole uh, newsletter. There's no accountability. There's no talking about really... Oh, there, there, there's no talking about living in a biblical way. Yes, they do mention admirable characteristics like justice and peace and things of this nature. But, you know, while they act as though they're sheep, they're wolves in sheep's clothing. Okay, it's all they are. And so, all this is is one big gigantic lie. But this is going to be the essence of the lie that is going to be perpetuated on the masses in very, probably within a very short time period. I would just be surprised if it wasn't in, within six months. I hope it's not. I hope we have another long time. But this has also been long and drawn out as it is. Uh, so if we go further, uh, this starts out, <clears throat> I'll just read this first sentence again. Eventually men will realize that they are traveling together on a journey of self-discovery, one which will bring them into a time to the feet of the Most Holy. Now, they're referring to there, this devil betrayer character. He refers to himself essentially as God. Okay, and, and he says that when Jesus came here, he overshadowed Jesus the last three and a half years of his ministry, and is what gave Jesus the power to do all these miracles. Jesus is an ascended master, they say, also called Sananda Emmanuel. And it's kind of funny, all the pictures that you see of the Sananda Emmanuel are the same pictures that we see of Jesus now. This Jesus that the Catholic Church has given us, though. All the pictures, you know, the long-haired hippie Jesus. That's the one that they give the, the, um, the pictures of. Now the Bible says that doesn't, doesn't nature therefore itself teacheth us that it is a shame for a man to have long hair. And for a woman, her long hair is actually part of her glory. Not the, not the glory in that, but the Bible talks about that. I've done, I've done even a teaching on that when I talked about um, uh, biblical qualifications for preachers and women pastors and these types of things. And 
we talked about that. It's it's the, the verses are there in the Bible. It's very clear. But anyway, just to make that point, um, the pictures that we're seeing now of supposedly Jesus is the same Jesus that's going to most likely show up when Maitreya makes his big debut. And that particular, in that particular vein, this Jesus, this false Jesus, is going to be the one that has the ministry or the burden for the Christian churches to unite them and to get them all on the same page and to get them stop fighting and to all get on the same page and he will most likely, according to these New Agers, rule from the Vatican. Okay? Which would be, this could be potentially the false prophet and Maitreya could be the Antichrist. Now, again, I'm not going to get dogmatic and say this is definitely the way you've heard me say that before, but if he's not the Antichrist... Most likely, he's going to play a big part in the end-time delusion. <clears throat> going further, this article says, the essence of this journey of discovery is that it is self-enacted and willed, and at the same time, it is shared by all members, known and unknown of the human family. True, it is that all men are brothers, sons of the one Father. <clears throat> I'm not brothers with somebody who's unsaved. I'm sorry. I'm not. Bible says, Wherefore come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. We're not supposed to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what communion hath Christ with Belial, which is the devil? 2 Corinthians 6.14 We're not supposed to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. I'm not yoked up with them. I'm willing to die for my convictions. Okay, and that's, really that's the stance we need to have. Because, you know, if you start to buy into this thing that we're all brothers and we're sons of the one Father, I don't have anything in common with them. I'm sorry, I don't. I mean, I, I want them to get saved, I don't want them to go to hell. But I'm not supposed to yoke myself up with them. So it says, true it is that all men are brothers, sons of the one Father, each engaged consciously or otherwise in this monumentous venture we call life. I mean, you know, this this is the, the verbiage that they use. <clears throat> to many today, unfortunately, this adventure is a painful and degrading experience. To millions, it is unjust and barren. The sooner over, the better. What can men do to reverse this process of disaster? Already, the current economic and financial chaos which are symptoms of the destructive forces of commercialization, <coughs> excuse me, are showing men that they can no longer allow this monster to rule their lives. Now, what they do in this, in this um, newsletter over and over and over again is demonize anything that has anything to do with what they would term as capitalism or commercialization or free market, which is largely, well, at least it was, the system that we had in America, as opposed to socialism or communism or fascism, which is what we're going into now, which is what Barack Obama is, which is where we're going to have basically the government in control over everything, over all the businesses in this, and eventually the one world government, where there will be no private ownership of land, where everything will be for the state, where if you work, you know, really, really, really hard, it's going to just go, it's going to be distributed among the masses. And 
it's come on kind of like they want this communal society, evidently. But in that communal society, I guarantee you, what will be is that the, the one world order will want to rule everything and control everything. And that's why they want it. So what they do in this email or in this newsletter constantly is demonize anything having to do with free market or capitalism or anything like that. Now, I'm not saying capitalism's perfect, okay? Because whenever you have wicked men getting involved with something, there's always going to be problems. But socialism, communism, and fascism um, are uh, definitely from the devil, but that's what they're, they're moving us toward, and it shouldn't surprise us, really. So, <clears throat> this destructive forces of commercialization are showing men that they can no longer allow this monster to rule lives, that they must take stock and assess anew their priorities for a more just and healthy economic structure, which will better serve their needs. Again, moving us toward the concept of fascism, socialism. Okay, this is what they're doing here. So, <clears throat> this is interesting because this is exactly what Barack Obama is doing right now as well. <clears throat> so, we see what side they're moving us toward, and we see what side they want us to be on. And that just makes me <clears throat> know that <laughs> that is the wrong side to be on, okay? I mean, whatever side the devil is on, you just want to get yourself on the other side in opposition to it. So, going further, it says there are, of course, many relatively untouched by the current crisis who see this time as a downturn and look forward to the, in full confidence to the inevitable upturn when we can carry on as before. <clears throat> this is no longer possible. The blind, the blind can no longer lead the blind. Now that's from a, in the Bible. The Bible talks about if the blind lead the blind, they will both fall into a ditch. You know, it's, it's pretty ironic that, that they would quote that verse. Um, and then it says, the blind can no longer lead the blind. They know not of Maitreya. Evidently, that's our whole problems. We don't know of Maitreya yet. His promise to enter the domain of men and to help them on their journey, that's his, that's his promise. He's going to help us on our journey, everyone, just so you know. Uh, he'll help you on your journey to hell is the only thing he's going to help you on. He is emerging now. His herald, the star sign of his emergence, is seen worldwide by many and is the signal of his appearance. Now, this star sign, which is what they've been advertising on all these major... Uh, network news shows and the History Channel and the Discovery Channel and Anderson Cooper 360 and Nancy Grace and Wall Street Journal and I'm not making this up. This star sign supposedly now has been happening except it's kind of like everything that they do. It tends to start with a trickle and then it ends up going into a um, more a uh, little bit more aggressive down the road. And we're gonna get We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, using the television resources of today, he, meaning Maitreya, will engage on a series of interviews starting in America and including Japan and many other countries. This is when he makes his big debut. As an ordinary man undeclared as Maitreya, he will speak for all those who have no voice, no spokesman. He will call on men to share the goods of the earth and to embrace each other as brothers and sisters that they are. So it's going to be this one big communal sharing organization, except it's going to be under Satan. Okay, so it's you know it's a lie, and you know it's going to be corrupted. I have no problem with with people like-minded Christians coming together like they did in Acts, and providing for the needs of one another uh, in a biblical manner. Okay, that's that is actually biblical, and it's very seldom done today. But this is going to be that kind of that same approach from a 
corrupted, demonic, satanic standpoint. Remember, he is the father of lies, and there is no truth in him. This Maitreya guy. So, it's, it's all lies. So, he's going to come, supposedly, as an ordinary man. Because, see, he has to soften us up first. He can't come saying, I am Imam Mahdi. I am the Christ. He's not going to come that way. He's told you, and he, he's going to continue to tell you he's not coming that way. The devil's not that stupid. Okay? But he's going to get you on his side. He's going to win you over. Then, most likely, the line signs and wonders are going to happen. Or probably they're going to happen right off the bat. To a certain extent. And then of whom a man is overcome, the same he's brought into bondage. Maitreya will eventually overcome the masses. Okay? And again, the Lord's permitting this to happen. This is part of the strong delusion of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. So, um, you know, the Bible also talks about in Matthew 20, 24, 24, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So this isn't something we should ever think ourselves above. Oh, I'm above this. I'm above being deceived. Take heed then, lest you fall. What is that? I'm above being deceived. That's pride. Pride goes before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. What is the remedy to pride? Humility. How do you obtain that? Well, ask for it. And, and become meek, particularly before the Lord. Because the Bible talks about in Isaiah 64, or Isaiah 66, he says, who? He says, to this man will I look, to him that is of a meek and a contrite spirit, meaning a humble, meek spirit before the Lord, and trembleth at my word, at the word of God, the King James Bible. So, um, you want to really seek humility before the Lord, because if you don't, you will get deceived. Because if you start to get proud, you're going to get blinded. Pride blinds you. That's what pride does. Well, I'm, I'll never be deceived. Uh, you're already deceived if you say that. If you think that you can't be deceived and you're above that and you're, you're God's special little buddy, then you're already you know, more than down the road to being deceived. Don't ever think that you're not capable of it. And, and, but if you humble yourself before the Lord and, 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 and you seek truth, and these types of things, um, there's a far less greater chance that you're going to be deceived. But we also need to know about these things, lest Satan get an advantage of us. So this is what why I have this ministry, is just to educate on these, these topics, um, so that when this stuff starts to go down, we've already heard it once. Oh, I've already heard that. This is what, you know, we were warned about. Great. Okay, now you can help other people. Because to whom much is given, much is required. So when this stuff starts to go down, you may be the only one <laughs> in your whole town that knows what's happening. And there may be a lot of people looking to you for answers. Because the typical lukewarm apostate Christian is not going to have the answers. They're going to be in probably total shock, delusion, and these types of things. So, going further... <clears throat> Uh, he will call men to share the goods of the earth and to embrace each other as brothers and sisters. He will show that if we would have peace, there is only one way to achieve it. Okay, so going back to this, <clears throat> Maitreya will show that if we would have peace, there is only one way to achieve it. That is, by the realization of justice throughout the world. Now, this is the big theme, justice. Okay, And that justice can only be achieved through sharing. That's why they call it Share International. See, doesn't this all sound nice and ear-tickling? I mean, there's and, and there's really not a lot in here 
I mean, a lot of it we would agree with. I mean, having justice is a good thing. Sharing is a good thing. Okay? And this is how he is going to come with this veneer. Okay? It's a wolf in sheep's clothing, what we're dealing with here. <clears throat> then he goes on to say, we await the response of all men and women of goodwill in this world. And then they go to the Q&A session. Question. The star that can now be seen in several places around Norway, evidently around Norway, there's this star that they've been advertising on TV is starting to become, people are starting to see it a lot more. This seems to get brighter and brighter all the time, the star. Lately has also been seen during the daytime. What is the purpose? <clears throat> Answer. It is the sign to herald the emergence of Maitreya into his public mission. Uh, now, there's been a lot of speculation on what the source of the star is. I can't be dogmatic about this. I'm not 100% sure. Okay? Uh, the, the one theory is that they might have uh, found some way to ignite Jupiter or whatever. Okay? I'm not giving that credence. I'm just saying. That's one theory. Another theory is that this planet X or this Nibiru planet uh, may be coming closer and closer to us. And as a result, this is what we're actually seeing. But that's actually a brown dwarf star if there's validity there. And I'm not saying there is, but I've done a whole teaching on Planet X and that. Just so that if any of this does start to go down, we're not totally ignorant of that particular subject. Okay? I'm not saying I buy into everything. But at least let's have a cursory view of it and let's see what they're saying and let's let's look at the facts. So, Planet X, Nibiru, is another possible choice. Another thing that it could be is the blue beam technology that they have available where they can project images into the sky, particularly holographic images. I just got an email the other day from a Christian sister and um, I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but boy, oh boy, it looks amazing because... There's been some images that have been put up in the skies over Russia. One was one of those Orthodox crosses that have like a cross and then a cross below it um, in the sky, and people are videoing these. Another one, it showed this picture of these two gigantic eyes in the sky within the clouds. And I mean, I'll tell you what, they look pretty impressive. And this is the technology that they're capable of, this blue beam technology. They can simulate all kind of things. And um, they are, uh, these, these images, although I haven't had a chance to look at it, and I may do a whole separate study on that. Now, I have done a study on Bluebeam um, at the end of the one Maitreya. And all you have to do is go into my, my search page on my, uh, my homepage, okay? Um, if you're in any of my teachings, all you have to do is look for the word home. On that page, just click on it, it'll take you to my homepage, you'll see a little search box there on the right hand side, a little bit down, and just key in the word blue, and it'll find it, where I talk about this blue beam. Um, one other thing that I'd like to mention, and I, and I may end up doing a separate study on this, that does relate to this, I keep a very close eye on what the top level, highest level New Agers are doing, Okay? lest we be ignorant of their devices. I keep an eye on them. doesn't mean I believe them, but I want to see what they're up to. I want to see what my enemy is up to. They are heavily predicting and posturing toward a their version of the rapture. I'm telling you right now, they are acting as though it is a foregone conclusion that they are going to have what they call mass planetary evacuations of these supposedly enlightened people that have already bought into this system. Now, 
If is that going to happen? I have no clue. It, it's up to the Lord. Will He permit it? I don't know. Do they have the technology to do this? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes, they do have the technology. Our government has technology suppressed that that you know we have no clue about. And then you have the fallen angels and these types of things, who have had who knows how many years to perfect this. Um, think, though, how that would shake the average Christian's faith who's waiting for the pre-tribulation rapture if all of a sudden there was a rapture, but it was all the bad guys that were taken, all the, the really hardcore new agers. Let's say they're all gone in a second. Okay. Think how that would shake so many people's faith. Now, what if we start to have a lot of this stuff happening in conjunction? False rapture, holographic images in the sky, Maitreya making his emergence, worldwide global economic collapse, and maybe let's throw an avion flu while we're at it. People are going to be so motivated out of fear and confusion at that point. If they are not grounded on the solid rock of Christ Jesus and his word, they're going to fall away. They're going to fall away. If they haven't already, this is going to seal the deal for a lot of people. Remember, narrow is the way which leads to life eternal, and few there be that find. Now, I don't want to equate this with salvation, but I'm just saying, most people are going the broad way. Most people are going the way of the world. Most people are loving the things in the world, and we're to have no fellowship with those things in, those in, in the world. We're not supposed to love the things of the world. Because the Bible says if we do, the love of the Father is not in us. So, we just want to be very careful... And, and again, this ministry is a watchman ministry. That's what we're here for. And um, going further, so they're saying the star sign is going to be is to herald the emergence of Maitreya in his public mission. The next question, will the star be visible during the day when the sky is overcast? Um, and then has anyone seen it during the day? And then where in the sky should we look if we are in New Zealand? Answer, it depends on the thickness of the cloud cover as far as if you can see the star. Um, and the next question, or the next answer is, yes, we have reports from Norway, the United States, and South Korea that the star is often visible during the day. Uh, I have no doubt this is the repeated, this has been repeated elsewhere. And if you're in New Zealand, you're supposed to look toward the west. This is where the star will appear. Now, it's going to be pretty, pretty impressive if supposedly there's this star that appears day and night for a week straight. I mean... Think about it. Most people are going to say, "Wow, if he can control the stars, what can't he do?" That's going to be the. That's going to be. And so people are going to just put aside their their Bibles. They're going to put aside whatever they whatever they've put their faith in, the Quran or whatever thing they're they're dealing with. They're going to put that aside, and they're going to say, "Wow, well, uh, I don't care what this says, or I don't care what my faith has been. This is more real to me." That's what's going to happen to a lot of people. They go on to say, then, question. A lot of people are saying that the new President Barack Obama is Maitreya. Answer, no, Mr. Obama is absolutely not Maitreya. That's all I'm going to say about that, because they go on and it's just unnecessary. So, Obama's not Maitreya, okay? He is just a Antichrist. He is not the Antichrist, okay? Remember, the Bible says there are going to be many Antichrists. And, and that we should expect that as well. Um, and then another question. I have a question about the new U.S. President of the United States. He shares almost all the principles of Maitreya's teaching. He does. Exactly. Change, 
all this garbage that, that he spews forth. Okay, then he goes on to say, he seems not to be an ordinary person. Uh, he is, is he one of the members of the spiritual hierarchy which will accompany Maitreya on his mission? The spiritual hierarchy there, he's in reference to here are the ascended masters, like this Sananda Manuel, who was supposedly Jesus Christ in his former life, which is a life in the pit of hell. Uh, there's another one named Hanton. Another one, Dijuan Cool. Um, boy, oh boy, there's a, there's a whole slew of them. Oh, Saint Germain, another one of them. Mary Magdala. Uh, the, you know, there, there's a whole slew of them. Okay. Uh, then going on, is he a channel? Is is Obama a, a channel for Maitreya, using to fulfill his mission? Is he leading the world in a, in a new direction of cooperation and peace? Please tell me something about him. Because <clears throat> they're very concerned about Obama. Here's the answer. At the moment, there are 14 masters, these ascended masters, in the world with Maitreya. Now, most likely what these ascended masters are is they're just fallen angels in a fleshly-looking form. And it goes on to say, eventually there will be around 40 masters in the world. Evidently, they're going to find some way to multiply. <clears throat> And then it says, Mr. Obama is not one of them, nor is he, nor is any man you are likely to know or have heard of. <clears throat> when these devils come, they are going to come with all lying signs and wonders, and they are going to appear more than human, more than a man. And a lot of people are saying, oh, this guy's the Antichrist, or this guy's the Antichrist. I am sorry, I just don't think with the scope of what the Bible says the Antichrist is going to be, he can just come as a mere mortal. I think he's going to present himself as more than a man. And that's exactly what Maitreya will be. He is an ascended master. He is beyond that. Okay? Um, <clears throat> so, then it goes on. <clears throat> the second answer is, nor is Obama a channel used by Maitreya for his mission. Uh, Mr. Obama is unusual at this time in American politics. The first African-American president for a start. He seems to have ideals closer to the real needs of the people of America and the world in general. <clears throat> he seems to be ready to listen to the ideas of other nations and to be less involved in creating, quote, the American empire. In short, a breath of fresh air in international politics. So, you can see that <clears throat> Maitreya and his mouthpiece, Krem, are giving Obama the, thun, the thumbs up so far. Which really, that doesn't surprise me at all. You would, you would imagine that would be because they, they, their views are so similar. Obama's speech and linguistics and rhetoric is very, very similar to, to um, Maitreya's if you, if you start to compare the two. If you just look at the backbone of what they're talking about, you know, the whole peace, hope, share, change stuff. Another question. In April 2008, my mother passed away at Cranbrook Hospital in British Columbia, Canada. While she was in a room, my wife and I walked outside for some air. While we were sitting there, a cross in the sky formed directly over the hospital. I don't know who else saw this cross that day, but there were other clouds in the sky. I wish to God that I had my camera. I would hope if anybody else that day saw this incredible sight, they would verify what we had seen. I truly believe it was a sign from God, who they equate as Maitreya. 
essentially. Answer. The cross in the sky was manifested by the Master Jesus. Why? Because the Master Jesus is the one that supposedly died, you know, on the cross. So he's he's representative of the Christian church. Okay? He is the one that's going to come back with Maitreya and present himself to the Christian church and say, Hey, listen, we guys, we need to all get on the same page. And um, I'm going to take over the headship of the Christian church from Rome, the Vatican. And uh, we're going to unite all these religions, and I'm going to tell you where you went wrong, and all of the wrong things that, that you taught about me that were in supposedly in the Bible. And um, I'm going to manifest all these line signs and wonders, these crosses and these types of things, to convince you that I am who I am. And it'll be pretty impressive. You, you get to where I'm going here? So, although we point people to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ made on the cross to pay our sin debt by the shedding of his precious blood, is the cross symbol itself, in and of itself, a holy symbol? I mean, did Jesus say you need to go around and wear a cross around your neck? Yeah, bear your cross, carry your cross, these types of things. But that's your burden. That's your burden for the Lord as a Christian. Okay? I don't see anywhere where it says we need to go out and fashion crosses and wear them around our necks. And why is it that when, when people do this, pagans have no problem doing that. Not a bit. Not one bit. Oh, also, one thing I was going to say. And a guy emailed me this the other day, a, a brother, Christian brother. and um, He said, did you ever see this? This is Maitreya's symbol. Yes, I've seen it. Um, it's, it's a symbol, like a circle, with a hexagram in the middle, which is the most wicked sign in witchcraft, a hexagram, which is the sign of, supposedly, the Star of David. That's a bunch of garbage. Okay? Most likely, if anything, it was the seal of Solomon when he went into witchcraft. Yeah, I, I could buy that, but not the sign, not the Star of David. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That was basically put there and orchestrated to be put there on the Israeli flag by the highest family in the Illuminati that also has Zionistic Jewish blood, the Rothschilds, okay? Now, the Rothschilds are of the synagogue of Satan, just like the Rockefellers and any of the other families of the Illuminati that are, that are um, Jewish Zionists. And what does Jesus Christ say about the synagogue, synagogue of Satan? They call themselves Jews, but they're not, okay? So, uh, when we start talking about the Jews and the Zionists and this, I just want to have some balance. A lot of people just say, oh, they're all evil, and God's done with the Jews, and, and this and that. Well, it's kind of funny because in Revelation 7 it talks about the specific 12 tribes that are going to be sealed and there's going to be 144,000 Jewish male virgins and you can prove that by looking at Revelation 7 and Revelation 14 Jewish male virgins that are sealed that have never known a woman. And it gives the tribes by name. Okay? 12 tribes by name. So, again, um, it's very dangerous to to go on this Jewish rampage where you're where you're demonizing the Jewish race and God's done with them and this and that. I don't buy into that. I'm sorry, but I I do have balance. I don't just uh, arbitrarily let John Hagee go along and say, oh well, the Jews are just saved because they're of the of the blood that runs through their veins and ethnic salvation is what that's called. And we don't really need to witness to them because they're already saved because they're Jews, and just go along with whatever with with whatever you know the government says, oh, it's all good as long as they're doing it. So I, I don't, I try to have a balance when it comes to that particular subject. 
But this cross symbol, is the cross symbol in and of itself holy? It was one of the cruelest implements of torture and death ever devised by man. And why is it that the pagans and the Catholics and the rock stars and all kinds of heathen have no problem wearing crosses? Now, I've done a whole teaching on this. It's, it's the, um, see my teaching, it's the, all you'd have to teen is cross, but it's, uh, it's something like the, um, the cross of Christ versus the, versus the accursed tree. Okay, so again, that's a teaching you will never, most likely, hear in the average church. There's so much paganism in the average Christian church, it's not even funny. The steeples, that's pagan. That's essentially like an obelisk, the, um, which is really what is symbolic. If you look at a steeple on a church, it's basically like an obelisk. And then you put a cross on top of it, like that makes it holy? There's a lot of paganism that happens in the church that we're totally unaware of. Okay, I could do a whole study on that alone, but I have done bits and pieces. I've also done a whole study on this hexagram. Please, if you have any doubts that, that, if, that about the hexagram, I will give you boatloads and boatloads of confirmation that that is the most wicked sign. That's the sign that you cast on the ground if you're a Satanist and you want to summon a devil or a demon or a fallen angel from another dimension. Now, you can also use a pentagram. It depends on what you're trying to accomplish. But the hexagram is the most powerful sign in witchcraft. It's the main sign that's used in the Kabbalah, which is the highest form of, of Jewish mysticism, witchcraft, that there is. It's probably the most powerful form of witchcraft on the planet. And this is the, the Kabbalah is what a lot of the highest level Illuminati operate in, like the Rothschilds and these people. Okay, that's why they wanted to adopt it, put it on the flag, Israeli flag. But the Jews, you know, they they don't know any, they don't know different at this point. The Bible says that blindness in part has happened to the Jew until the fullness of the Gentile come in, because of what they did regarding the rejection of Christ. Okay, the emphasis then at some point shifted to the Gentiles. I've done a whole teaching on this, where it talks about uh, the biblical cause of. Um, the Jews' affliction, I believe is the name of it. Now, it's not an anti-Semitic sermon. We're just looking at it from a biblical standpoint. Okay, But blindness in part has happened to the Jew until the fullness of the Gentile come in. And, that, and that's what we're talking about here. So this sign that we've been talking about, the star that heralds Maitreya's emergence, um, I, just to give you an update or, or a refresher, uh, this is from um, Share International, last January-February um, edition. Benjamin Cream's Channeling Maitreya, and it said, In the very near future, people everywhere will have the opportunity to witness <clears throat> an extraordinary and significant sign, the like of which has been manifested only once before, at the birth of Jesus. Then, which is pure blasphemy, then, according to Christian teaching, a star appeared in the heavens and led three wise men from the east to the birthplace of, birthplace of Jesus. Soon, once again, a star-like luminary of brilliant power will be seen around the world. So this is the angle that they're coming from. Isn't it funny? They always have to preoccupy themselves with deceiving the Christians, most of all. They've got everyone else, and most of the Christians are already deceived anyway. All it's going to take is a little push. So they're going to compare this with the star that led the three wise men to baby Jesus. That's what they're doing. Pure blasphemy. Okay, what is Satan? He is the master counterfeiter. He's always been. 
Okay? And that's what he's doing here. He's counterfeiting this sign and equating it with Maitre, and then that way it's going to appeal to more of the Christians. So on December 12, 2008, Share International distributed a news release announcing that in the very near future, a large bright star will appear in the sky, visible throughout the world, night and day. Around a week later, Matreya will give his first interview on a U.S. major television. Now understand that, yes, they're seeing the star supposedly in Norway and some places in America and wherever. But when it really goes down is when we see the star both day and night for a week. And I believe it's pretty much the whole world's going to see it. Then, <clears throat> Matreya will give his first interview um, around a week later. That way, we'll have a week to be in awe and wonder. And then a week later, once we're all softened up, Matreya will make his... And this is probably going to con- come in conjunction with holographic images in the skies. Um, they're going to use the sound of silence technology that have, that has been incorporated into the digital TVs. That's why they're so scrambling to get everybody switched to digital TV. This is why they want to implement this. I really believe this is the main reason, or one of the main reasons. Not only that, with digital TV, they can totally manipulate the image. It can look really authentic, and it can be totally fake. The sound of silence technology, I've done a whole teaching on that. Just can sound of silence, or just part of the word. Basically using these new digital converter boxes and television sets as mind control devices. Project Bluebeam, holographic images in the skies. Uh, They've got all kinds of technologies they're going to be implementing at the same time. Some of them are going to be physical technologies. Some of them are most likely going to be purely demonic and spiritual. But you can imagine how much they could potentially accomplish if they combine both. And if the Lord's like, okay, go ahead and do it. Deceive them. He said he was going to do it. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. He will send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie. We deserve to have strong delusion. Look at how wicked, particularly even America is. Um, The next teaching, I'm probably not going to get to it today, but it's just going to be on the absolute, total declining uh, morality, the filth that we embrace in this, particularly America, on TV, the, the filth on the internet, the, the, the explosion of child pornography, we're going to get into that. It, it's so sickening. It, it defies logic. It, it defies anything that you can even comprehend. But judgment has to be nigh. And that word in the King James Bible means near. It has to be nigh. On God's part. So... <clears throat> Around a week later, Matreya will give his first interview after the stars appeared. Since early January 2009, sightings of the star have been reported from all over the world, and more and more sightings are being sent to us daily. So they got a little section for that. And it says, here's the so- selection of the first photographs received and a list of sightings confirmed by Benjamin Krems, master to the star. Uh, photographs sent to Share International. Now, I don't have these photographs printed out. I didn't want to burn up my printer cartridge on this, but... There's all these stars that supposedly people have photographed all over the world that are, you know, this star, okay? Um, There's one in the United States, taken February 8th. There's one in the southwest quarter, it was taken at the southwest quarter, south end of Boston, uh, February 8th, 2009. Southwest quarter, Boston, another one taken from there. The Montrose Village, Cantaluna. Taken on January 2nd, 2009. Another one from the south end of Boston. Again, that same person. 
Uh, it goes on and on. There's one taken from Oslo, Norway, on January 27th. Then Langley, Berkshire, UK. <clears throat> then they comment, the bright star has appeared again. The colors change in each picture, green to pink to yellow to white. Now, satellites do the same thing. If you ever find a satellite in the sky and you find one, it will change colors. It, it goes from like a maybe a dark green to like a red and these types of things to more of a white. That's what satellites do in the sky. I believe it's from the sun reflecting off the satellites or something on their panels. So that's, it could be a satellite. Uh, I'm just trying to give you all possible scenarios so that if it is one of those, then you've heard that scenario. Here's another one taken from Japan on the bank of the Kaizo River. <coughs> Here's another one taken in Etampes, wherever that is. Another one taken from France, Munich, Germany, uh, Norway again. And then in Norway, there's an article that was published in their newspaper. What is it that lights up the sky above the church? It is reported that on the evening of Sunday the 18th, January, several people witnessed a ball-shaped object above the church in Simona. A report of the photograph of the same sighting was also featured in the Norwegian newspaper Harstad. I don't. I can't say the name. I'm sorry. I, I can't pronounce it. I don't want to butcher it like I usually do. Um, then, <clears throat> a bright object seen in the skies above Norway was featured in an article entitled "Venus Causes a Stir" in the Norwegian newspaper. So the actual newspapers are really starting to report on this. In other words, uh, then. Photographs of the star on YouTube videos. There's one from Greece, uh, South Korea, uh, where in the South Korea one that said, we are videotaping what we don't know is exactly. So it's classified as a UFO. Anyway, what we have so far is it that keeps flickering, but it's not going away. All the stars in the sky are gone, and this is the only other light that's left in the moon. Now, there's been mass, mass sightings of UFOs around the world lately. I just, um, my next email that I'll put out on the newsletter list. It gets into this. Mass sightings. Now it's and it's several different links from all over the world of these mass sightings. Just because we don't see it on six o'clock news doesn't mean it's not happening. And many of these have accompanying videos that are up on YouTube that you can go watch. And you can say, oh it's all it's all well, I don't think it is all bogus. This is part of the line signs and wonders that we're talking about here. They've had photographs from Galway, Ireland, Lancashire, UK, Rosario, Argentina, Zurich, Switzerland, Pasadena, California, Miami, Florida, <clears throat> Karachi, Pakistan, Greece, Manhattan, New York, uh, Stockton, California, Costa Rica, Montreal, Quebec, and Canada, and Wyoming. So those are all the places that they've got pictures of. You can go up on the Share International website, and you can go look at them yourself. They're all up there. It's just the precursor to <clears throat> this week straight, what they're saying. Now, I believe the Lord's thrown monkey wrench after monkey wrench into their plans for over 30 years. So, I'm not saying this is going to go down exactly this way. But, if it does, at least you've heard it here first. Um, here's the next article on this newest newsletter, and it's the U.S. Conference Question Q&A with Benjamin Krem. And he starts out by saying, education, 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 was the theme of Benjamin Krem's keynote talk 
at the European Transmission Meditation Conferences in 2008. And they go on to ask him first, uh, let's see here, go on to ask him first, which of Alice Bailey's books do you recommend in relation to the new education? Now, remember, last week's study, that's what we talked a lot about, Alice Bailey. Detailed description of the person, her writings, they were all channeled by this supposed Ascended Master, Dijuan Kuhl, um, who was a rap star in a former life. Sorry, actually, his name sounds like a rap star name. And, just so you know, Alice Bailey is not to be confused with Beetle Bailey. Okay, I, I've been getting a lot of emails. Is Alice Bailey Beetle Bailey, the comic strip character? And I, I have had to tell people, no, it's not. It's totally different person. Just kidding. Sorry, I, I just wanted to throw that in. A little lighthearted, little lighthearted humor there. <laughs> so, anyway... So is Alice is Alice which of Alice Bailey's books do you recommend in relation to the new education? This is the new education from hell, is what they should say. But answer, I would recommend Education and New Age and then Initiation Human and Solar, because she's got like, you know, we've talked about I think nineteen channeled books. Then if you have a weekend free, read a treatise on cosmic fire. Yeah, one of my favorites. Then the books on the rays, esoteric healing, esoteric astrology. I mean, just garbage after garbage after garbage. Go through them all. All of them are educational. They are given to stimulate the mind and intuition and awaken you to levels of yourself that you may be unaware of. What they're meant to do is to get you good and demon-possessed so that when all this stuff starts to go down, you'll already be there on a demonic level. And maybe you'll make their false rapture. Who knows? So, again... Notice how obsessed they are with Alice Bailey. And notice how obsessed the coming, emerging New Age church in Christianity that Rick Warren is going to, is basically leading the way on. Notice how obsessed they are with Alice Bailey as well. Because we, we verified that last week. And notice how obsessed Oprah Winfrey and a lot of the people that she's brought on. The Conversations with God, Course in Miracles. Those authors totally received their inspiration from Alice Bailey, for the most part. So we've got all these people that seemingly are different, all saying the same things. And who are they all pointing to? Maitreya, every one of them. Now, Oprah Winfrey's not out there saying, well, I got Maitreya on the show, but I guarantee you, there's probably going to come a day where he may show up on the show. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Uh, this next question. I'm going to go ahead and go to part two here. Uh, actually, I guess it would kind of be part four of the teaching as a whole. But I'm going to go to part two here, because uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get, squeeze this in before this particular one ends. So, we'll go to the next part. God bless you.